Hi, I'm glad you're here. I'm Miles Cochran. Humboldt Last Week is a way to listen to Humboldt's last week of news while you do stuff in the car, running, walking, working, folding laundry, anytime. Please do keep telling your friends and family to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud or however else you get podcasts. And there's always a way to listen, connect, and even check out new music at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Support this week comes from the Jitterbean Coffee Company. Celebrating 20 years of being a family-owned company in Humboldt County, go visit any of their six locations in Arcata, Eureka, or Fortuna, your locally roasted, community-minded coffee shop. On your way to a better day, that's Jitterbean. Support also comes from Bongo Boy. They've been Humboldt's one-stop solution for recording and disc duplication for over 15 years. They offer musicians professional-level engineering and production, as well as high-quality short runs of CDs and DVDs. All of this at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them at bongoboystudio.com to learn more. And finally, support comes from Los Bagels. Since 1984, Los Bagels has been pleasing the world's taste buds with boiled and baked organic bagels. Cucumber, bacon scram, whatever your flavor, they have it for you. Or ship bagels to yourself or friends at losbagels.com. We'll start with this. More developments on the stabbing death of David Josiah Lawson, the HSU sophomore who lost his life at a house party in Arcata last month. The former murder suspect is a young man from McKinleyville named Kyle Zollner, who saw charges dropped due to a lack of evidence. Josiah's mom is now offering 10 grand for information leading to the conviction of her son's killer. Meanwhile, Kyle's family issued a statement demanding Arcata police arrest three men who allegedly beat Kyle unconscious before Josiah was stabbed. Blogger John Chiv shared screenshots of Josiah's dad's response to that, partially saying it adds insult to injury. Zollner's family came back saying they respectfully hope he knows Kyle did not kill Josiah. Both Josiah and Kyle's families have encouraged more witnesses to come forward and hope more facts are revealed. Also, I noticed Channel 3 reported on the Justice for Josiah graffiti that popped up at the Herrick Overpass south of Eureka. The district attorney said police did not do anything wrong whenever they killed a guy who was on prescription drugs in McKinleyville last summer. The incident happened at an apartment complex just down the road from Carmela's in McKinleyville. The DA said some guy who lived there was shooting his rifle at the manager's office. When cops got there, he shot his gun more and cops returned fire. Then he booked it into his apartment where his female companion was. 14 hours later, the woman left the apartment unharmed. His apartment was on fire. He came out because the place was engulfed in flames. He shot at officers. They returned fire, and they killed him. Outside investigators looked at this and said officers did the right thing due to the guy's violent actions. Definitely an unfortunate situation. Crews found the body of a pilot who crashed his small aircraft into the Eel River in southern Humboldt. His body was found after 10 days of searching in a shallow area of the river around three miles from the crash site. McCann resident Rex Whitlow was 61. According to his obituary posted at KimKemp.com, he enjoyed ocean diving, water dowsing while wearing his cowboy gear, riding his Harley to places others wouldn't go, and raising cattle. He was a tree faller, a horizontal well driller, and his super husband, dad, and grandfather. The police bomb squad blew up a suspicious-looking device near the Eureka Mall. Then I saw on North Coast News they blew up another one a little south of there. Looked like a pill bottle wrapped in duct tape with a fuse. Apparently cops brought a woman into custody in relation to that, but they don't know who planted the device, according to the news. We'll see what the update is on that. 
In Eureka, along the bay at the boardwalk in Old Town, over by Jack Seafood at the foot of C Street, what was uh, formerly known as the C Street Market Plaza, is now called Madiket Plaza, tribute to the historic boat there, which now does fun tours. Madik, get your tickets. Speaking of that area, a mom and daughter were having lunch there on Mother's Day, and a teenager got video of some guy shooting heroin on a bench, allegedly. North Coast News did a story blurring the druggie's face and highlighting once again Eureka's longtime problem of drug use. Eureka City Council member Kim Bergell shared with the TV station a belief that many here share we need more addiction rehabilitation resources here. In better Mother's Day news, some mamas playing mini golf in Manila got a happy surprise, free golf. Usually seven bucks, but free that day. It's a birth of a lot of smiles. You know, nine months of pregnancy, nine holes of golf. The owner told the Times Standard, quote, Not only is this a good opportunity to get people out golfing, but mothers have one of the toughest jobs you can be assigned. They're looking to do more of this on holidays, and they noted Father's Day is coming up next month. Damn bills. Bills are going up if you live in Eureka. Eureka City Council saw quite a bit of community pushback, but every city council member still decided to raise water and sewer rates. Eureka says a lot of their sewer system is almost 100 years old and they need the money to keep it working. Looks like the average bill will go up almost 26 bucks a month over the next five years. I saw on the Times Standard City Council member Natalie Arroyo said, quote, this is the unfortunate reality of having aging infrastructure. The cops in Eureka arrested a man who they believe was destroying trees at the Arcata Plaza. In an episode a few weeks ago, and I mentioned that, I wondered if they had some camera footage of this, and guess what? Arcata police used the bus station cameras to ID the possible 42-year-old suspect, who they say admitted to busting up these cherry trees. 2300 bucks in damage, so he's looking at a felony. Baseball in Arcata. It's almost time for the next Humboldt Crab season. Kind of cool. Former Humboldt Crab and currently a player for the Major League team in Cleveland, Bradley Zimmer was recently promoted to the team from the minor leagues. He's an outfielder. His first Major League hit was almost a home run against the Tampa Bay Rays. And in his second game, he did hit a home run. Definitely a tough time for salmon and salmon fishers. Senator McGuire said, quote, the 2017 salmon season is anticipated to be one of the worst on record, including predictions of the lowest return of Klamath River salmon in history. McGuire and Assemblyman Jim Wood have called on Governor Brown to request a federal fishery disaster. And there's a hearing on this coming up in Sacramento on the 24th. The guy from Fortuna who's accused of murdering the man who was having an affair with his wife saw his trial delayed four months all the way back to October. There's another allegation that he assaulted his wife before the murder. Next month, lawyers will argue whether or not to dismiss the assault charge and whether or not to try the suspect for the murder and the assault at the same time. You may remember the North Coast Journal was victorious in a disagreement with the city of Eureka over police videos. The city wanted arrest videos to be private. The journal wanted them to be public. The journal won, setting standards for all of California. Now, Eureka has to pay almost 90 grand in attorney's fees over this fight. A partial quote from the journal's lawyers reads, quote, You've got so many places where this money could have gone. This is a huge expenditure of taxpayer money solely for the purpose of keeping the public in the dark on an issue they're interested in. A guy with a gun caused a lockdown at some schools in Miranda. Kind of scary. The sheriff's office determined he shot his sick dog and he was put on a mental health hold. 
from Nine Iron to Probably Fired, a recent YouTube video showed some maintenance guys at the cemetery south of the Bayshore Mall in Eureka, possibly golfing on graves. Part of the description on the video reads, quote, when we realized what was happening and started heading their way, they immediately grabbed their clubs in a ball and went to their vehicles. A cemetery administrator told the journal, quote, we're appalled, we're looking into it, and we'll take appropriate action up to and including terminating any employee involved at any time. More on this alleged murder with a truck in Shelter Cove earlier last month. Loco pointed to a report by a sheriff's deputy that noted the suspect said he looked the victim right in the eyes, peeled out, struck him, and then went home to wash blood from his tires. There was the guy along Shelter Cove Road who didn't have any license plates, then ran from cops, flipped his truck, got tased, and then escaped into the woods. Crazy. The cops in Fortuna believe an unknown person put an explosive device under a BMW, causing substantial damage to the hood and windshield. According to Kim Kemp, they're investigating. Cop dog Sierra over at Loco did a nice video of all the Humboldt's five police dogs and their extraordinary skills, catching bad guys, sniffing out drugs, fighting blue-collar crime. According to this piece, all the dogs initially take a four-week training course in their specialty, then they continuously train a few times a month year-round. A woman in her late 20s who was hiking on the Lost Coast had to be helicoptered to the hospital. She used a radio beacon to get help. Those things definitely save lives. Cheers to the uh, Coast Guard for helping her out. I saw Loco did the math that a preliminary count suggests Humboldt's homeless numbers are down more than 40% from two years ago. From 1,180 to 668. Some people have been skeptical that Humboldt's homeless population actually shrunk that much. The health department said this coalition had less volunteers to count this year, so that could have contributed to the lower number. But things like the Housing First campaign, CalWORKs, Betty Chin's efforts, and other community help seem to have an impact as well. More people are believing these shrinking numbers. Humboldt's unemployment rate for last month was down to 3.9%. That's down to 3.9 from 4.5 in March. Go Humboldt. Let's check out Humboldt next week. Some things to do in the evening this coming week. Tuesday, May 23rd. Naughty Sweethearts at Mad River Brewing in Blue Lake. Americana Party Jams at a Washington starts at 6. Also Tuesday, May 23rd. Comedy at the Jambalaya in Arcata starts at 8.30. Wednesday, May 24th. Stand-up comedy at Humbrews in Arcata. Doors at 9. Also Wednesday, May 24th, locals covering Bob Dylan to celebrate his birthday at Mad River Brewing starts at 5. Thursday, May 25th, Mommy Longlegs at Richard's Goat Tavern in Arcata. Punk out of Seattle, doors at 9. Friday, May 26th, Anthony Presti at Six Rivers Brewery in McKinleyville. Acoustic Sounds out of San Francisco starts at 9. Okay, moving on from Humboldt next week. It was just pointless. Probably some sorry excuse for a human being shot and killed a beloved zebra along the Lost Coast for no reason. The sheriff's office is investigating. According to officers, the male zebra, whose name was Randy, was found dead in a hayfield around 20 yards from the roadway with what looked like a single gunshot wound. Why would you kill a zebra? 
Of course, if you know what happened, please speak up, get that multi-thousand dollar reward. We definitely don't want some psycho running around who's capable of killing zebras or something much worse. These adorable things along the toll road have been a notable attraction or pleasant surprise to people driving by for a long time. Andrew Goff of the Lost Coast Outpost has taken pictures of the exotic animals in the past, and he also covered the killing. That drive out to Petrolia on the Lost Coast, some people call it the Wildcat, the Matoll Road, is just one of the more beautiful, breathtaking, you know, undeveloped pieces of coast in California. And then when you, you know, kind of jut in off the coast on the, like, two-mile stretch into Petrolia, you get this nice finale, if you're lucky, and they're close to the fence, of these three zebras that just kind of frolic and, and graze there amongst, I think there's cows out there too. I'd say I've probably seen them, you know, three or four times and the last time I was out is almost exactly a year ago when I went out there and, and took some pictures of them. Um, they came up, you know, close to the fence, not where I could pet them, but uh, they seemed super personable and not, you know, skittish of human beings. And it's kind of neat to see, you know, these exotic animals against this backdrop of local foliage, you know, like just the... It looks like Humboldt, and yet there are these zebras. It's this weird juxtaposition. There were three zebras living along the toll road. Now there are only two. Andrew spoke with their caretaker, Josh Griego, about what he learned. He reached out to us uh, initially and actually alerted us that this had happened. He's a young guy, and he was dealing with this well. As I say, he's a caretaker. He doesn't own the property out there, but um, he had gotten a call from a neighbor on Saturday morning saying that one of the zebras was laying down in the field. And uh, initially, when he heard that, he thought that maybe the, uh, the female, the mother zebra of the trio, was giving birth because he wasn't sure. He's not a vet, he told me, but... He had a suspicion that she might be pregnant, but then, of course, when he went out there and checked, it turned out to be not good news. And uh, Randy, the father, male zebra, had a single shot, couldn't find a bullet. Actually, a Fish and Wildlife officer came out with a metal detector, and they searched for the bullet and couldn't find it. But uh, they searched the road, and they found a single casing of the 223 Remington casing. He actually had talked to some neighbors that said they might have heard, you know, just random shooting uh, throughout Petrolia. Like, he made it sound like maybe somebody was driving around shooting out their car, but he wasn't sure on that. He was quoted saying it was probably some tweaker or someone who was drunk. Yeah, you know, I think that's what he says for lack of a better explanation. You know, I mean, that's, you could see where a logical person could surmise that. All any of us can offer is speculation. This caretaker is hoping a bit of money will encourage someone to come forward with info leading to the arrest of anyone responsible for killing Randy, the beloved Humboldt zebra. He is offering a $5,000 reward uh, for any information that would lead to an arrest in this case. I think I saw on Kim's blog that some other people have, have decided to chip in some funds, so that pot may be growing at this point. Kim Kemp reported that local realtor Jim Red chipped in to help put up the initial $5,000 reward. In this article, Red mentioned the reward had grown to 5500 and he's heard from people all over the country about this. In response to Kim's coverage, local CPA John Fullerton said he was happy to add 500 bucks to the fund. So awesome. That made the total at least $6,000. An address for donations is linked at HumboldtLastWeek.com, and checks will be returned if they aren't used. This sucks. I mean, again, you know, it's like, 
is one of those cool little Humboldt uh, eccentricities that it's exciting to maybe tell people that have just moved here, or actually people that have lived here a long time. A lot of people did not know that these zebras were out there. Josh told me he thought they'd lived there for about a decade. And uh, it's just a you know cool, random thing. And now it will always have this veil of something sad that happened over it. And uh, that sucks, Miles. Years ago, the North Coast Journal chatted with a Petrolia resident who said the zebras were owned by fashion designers out of L.A. They came from a ranch in Oroville. Here's some general info about zebras from the San Diego Zoo. They have excellent hearing and eyesight. They can run at speeds up to 35 miles an hour. Their stripes make it hard for a lion or leopard to pick out which one to chase. If they feel threatened, you better watch out. And fathers are usually the protectors. Randy is no longer around to protect his family. Hey, thanks a lot for listening this week. I really appreciate it. If you have any feedback, please let me know. Don't be shy. You can connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com. I want to thank Jitterbean Coffee Company, Bongo Boy Studio, and Los Bagels for sponsoring this episode. Please do like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook if you haven't already. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.